my gods, Kara. It's beautiful. Apollo. You are so. So totally right. But I am not Kara. At least not the Kara you thought I was. I am, in fact, a blonde girl with wings. Bye bye. Jeez. Kara flew away. Galen ran off into the green hills of an island and now I am all by myself. Perhaps. Now is as good as time as any to take a look back on this journey and figure out what the best episode of my life was. At a scientific conference this week at the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, the startling announcement was made that archaeologists believe they have found fossilized remains of a young woman who may actually be... It was the name scientists have given to the most recent common ancestor for all human beings now living on Earth. She lived in what is now Tanzania. That episode 33 was pretty good. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Best Battlestar Galactica episode. With me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we have with us Jill Value. Hello. Nicole Wakelin. Hey, guys. Amin Amat. Hello. And Karen. Howdy. And uh, you all know how we do this. We've got 32 of the best Battlestar Galactica episodes. Uh, the new series, the original series, uh, Caprica, the webisodes, even Galactica 1980, anything was on the list. Uh, we even throw in fan films or Slash or anything like that if you want. Um, but we set them up in tournament-style brackets. You can get those at our uh, website at geekfights.net. We put one against the other, put it to a vote. The winner moves on to the next round, and we do that until we find what's the best Battlestar Galactica episode. Uh, as always, you use whatever you want to determine the winner of each match, uh, what's the most original, the best acted, best written, whatever you want, as long as it makes sense to you. That's what we call geek logic. It's the heart of every geek fight. All right, let's start fighting, and I've got tons of talking to do in this episode, and I'm not even fighting in this one. Uh, <laughs> Jill, this fight is yours. Uh, it is Season 3, Exodus Part 2, versus the miniseries Part 1, uh, Exodus, uh, let's see, uh, is that where Ty kills his wife? I believe it is. And then the miniseries Part 1... Come on! It's the miniseries part one. If you don't know what the fuck that is, you just stop listening to the episode right now. Go ahead, Jill. Well, I love the, I love the miniseries. It does a very good job of introducing all the characters and be very engaging and, you know, get you right into it right off the bat and stuff. But I got to go for Exodus, and here's why. is Most of the reasons why I've picked the episodes that I've picked as my favorites on this list are because of specific moments. Not necessarily the entire episode, but because of specific character arcs or specific special effects or whatever. And on Exodus, you get Ty making the hard decision of killing Ellen because she's fracking Cavill to let him go. Never mind the whole, you know, incestuous thing that we find out way later on that makes that whole creepy. But also the really big, super cool scene of that is when the Battlestar Galactica itself jumps into New Caprica, descends down on the planet in order to raise hell and havoc, and then jumps out just before it's going to hit the ground, just creating this, create, you know, just this huge special effects of this big, huge monster ship 
burning down to the surface and then jumping out in its whole radius blast, just decimating the area. It's just, it was such a cool special effect. It gives me chills every time I watch it that that is why I, I would vote for that episode, just for that scene alone. Uh, vote for Exodus. Nicole? Um, I'm going to vote for Exodus too, actually, because of uh, the same reason that scene is just awesome with the ship coming down like that. That's it's very cool. And I'm all about the spaceships. That's the coolest thing about any space series. Uh, another vote for Exodus. Mike. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you completely. I love Exodus. I think it's it's delivers more and has more impact as an episode. But I'm going to vote for the miniseries part one. Uh, not because of the, if it wasn't for this, we wouldn't have a list, although that is true, but it's, it's the only episode on here that, that had this kind of emotional arc for me. And I actually remember watching it when it was first broadcast. There was initially, uh, some bad reviews online. Uh, I think an ain't it cool review, uh, and going into it, a lot of people thought, you know, well, you know, great. They're remaking a crappy old show, making a crappy new show. And I remember watching that, uh, pilot or that that first episode of the miniseries and just a few minutes in going i don't see why everybody hates this so much and maybe a half an hour in it's like you know this is this really isn't bad at all and and by the end it was uh, i have to have more when is the next episode of this and and when the whole thing was done it was just this i have to wait this isn't a show yet i mean it, i could not have expected to get that kind of reaction from watching this show after that you know, I knew Galactica was a great show, so I could never kind of recapture that. So maybe it's that that first high of the pilot that uh, that got me going. So I'm going to vote for that. Uh, vote for the miniseries part one, Karen. I'm voting for miniseries part one for a couple of moments. There's that first holy shit they just blew up the space station, and then there's the holy shit Capricorn Six just killed a baby. They start off the whole show by killing a baby. <laughs> yes, baby killing is... Wait, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I, I remember we have to not say horrible things in this episode because we've been horrible the last few. Um, no baby killing for the win? Uh, no, no, it's all tied up. Amin, which one are you voting for? Oh, God. Um, it, it's hard because, you know, it's either I vote for what helped start all of this, including this fight, or I vote for a, one of the best cream in your pants moment, which was obviously what you know, Jill had mentioned earlier. Go for the um, moment. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like Mike, you know, I, I didn't, however, come across the, the bad reviews for the miniseries when it first came out. I just saw some of it watched it, and I was actually hoping that it didn't follow the same fate that a lot of the supposed miniseries on sci-fi had, which was, you know, they show it, it was okay, but we never saw anything else, and it always left with a cliffhanger. Um, so I was actually happy to find out that it did become a series. Now, with Exodus, you know, it's, you know, one of the best moments is just that, it's just a Galactica coming right in and you know, Adama showing like that the guy has like the biggest balls than any planet around. Um, uh, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna go the best cream in your pants moment, Exodus. Yay! And Woo-hoo! Exodus takes the win. 
we are on to our next fight. Nicole, this one is yours. It is Uh-oh. Pegasus, right? Yep, Pegasus, which is, uh, well, when the Pegasus shows up, and if you don't know what that is, <laughs> why are you still listening to the episode? Versus the ties that bind. Let's see, Kara Thray seeks her own path to search for Earth as commander of a lone freighter. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good episode. That's from season four. Okay, do I get to start off then? Pegasus is the better one because I say so, because I'm a geek and that's what we do. I say so. But also, it's got two battle stars at the same time. You see two of them. That is just, there is no awesome that can outweigh that. that those scenes were just fantastic. And also because Kane is so incredibly crazy and you get the crazy evil person that's now taking charge of things, I Pegasus is the best. A vote for Pegasus. Mike. Uh, I'm I'm also going to vote for Pegasus. Uh, you know, when I'm thinking about these these fights, uh, you know, a lot of it is also what elements of these episodes to me really embody things about the show that I like. And the whole show is a reimagining of an old show. That's the whole premise. That's a, that's that's what it's setting out to do is take something that may have been an interesting idea that never really had the the ability or the money or the time to develop or the technology into something really good. Um, but still there was a, a, a gem of an idea there that really worked. And that's them doing this again on a smaller scale. I mean, this is, this is a remake basically of an old episode where uh, that on that show, commander Kane comes in um, on the Battlestar Pegasus. Uh, it's a little bit different. The battle stars are pretty much identical. One's not superior Kane is not an admiral, but they take this old idea, they take the conflict between two different types of commanders, and then they turn it on its ear and, you know, put that chain of command aspect in there and throw in this kind of secondary civilian fleet and all these differences, the type of stuff that the original show would never do. And so that that to me is one of the things that I love about Galactica. Um, I'm going to vote for Pegasus because it's a very specific example of taking something from the old show, making it something new and making it something better. A uh, vote for Pegasus. Karen? I'm voting for Pegasus as well, as much as I love Crazy Kara. Um, my, my notes for this one say Admiral Cray Cray and Friends. And also that that is one of the most gorgeous dresses that I've ever seen on Head 6. Um, she's wearing this red low cut with a sparkly brooch, like right at her belly button. And instead of being the really clingy <laughs> material that she usually wears, it's like this kind of draped, like more stiff material. It's really pretty. Um, it's not the reason I'm voting for it. I'm just throwing that out there that this is one of the most gorgeous outfits she has. Um, mostly I like it because this is how it could be. They're taking... This so far, they've shown the brutalities of living on the Galactica, and then they throw in the Pegasus, and they're like, "Hey guys, you remember when you were complaining? You could be getting raped." Uh, a vote for Pegasus and rape. Uh, Amin. <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta love Karen. We got a baby death, rape, and a little bit of Project Runway. It's awesome. Um, now, uh. Pegasus, I'll vote for Pegasus only for one thing. You know, when we see Admiral, Admiral Kane, right? Uh, when she yep. pops up, she is such a bitch, but she is so awesome. 
it was just like out of left field. I kind of felt like, but her presence really did bring it forced new blood into the series at that particular moment and an unexpected moment as well. I mean, not only she, not only does she outrank Adama, but she is like this really hardcore militant bitch. Um, and because of that, though, I really enjoyed even the uh, the spinoffs that they did with Pegasus and with her. I, I really was a character that I felt she had a lot, a lot to offer and she had a lot of stories to tell. Uh, and I wasn't too happy when they killed her off, but it kind of made sense in there. But uh, yeah, Pegasus. Another vote for Pegasus. Jill, is it a clean sweep? Um, yes, it is. And I, I just have to say, I understand why Ties That Bind is on the list, because that's the episode where Tori kills Callie, which is another one of those shocking moments. But she wasn't one of my favorite characters, so Callie, that is, so it was okay that she got airlocked. She got the airlock. Pegasus is really cool. You see this, like, you know, like the girls pointed out, you see these great, you know, two great ships coming in. You see the, the bitchiness of Kane. You see how, you know, Kane is such a hard ass, and as a result, her crew is such, you know, such jackasses as opposed to Adama who's you know got this great little heart and therefore his people have a little bit more leeway you just you gotta love the dynamics between the two it's like they totally forget about the Cylons and just they're back to like why humans suck in the first place why the Cylons went after him in the first place because they can't even get along so I, I gotta go for Pegasus and Pegasus takes the win we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Lay Down Your Burdens, which is uh, season 2.5. Uh, let's see. Well, it's the season finale of part 2.5, uh, where uh, Baltar wins the presidential election and they decide to land on Caprica. Big mistake. Versus The Hub, a season 4 episode. Uh, let's see. Colonial Viper pilots plan attack on, on the resurrection ship with their Cylon rebel allies. Hmm. That's a pretty good episode. Mike? Yeah, the the hub was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. It was very well executed. But uh, I, I'm going to go for lay down your burdens. Uh, I I really loved uh, that two part episode, but certainly the the part two uh, because one of the other things that I love about Galactica is the what the fuck I didn't see that coming moments. And you know, I kind of expected the the Baltar presidency. I certainly think that was uh, a a very real possibility, a likelihood. Certainly, uh, President Lex Luthor uh, paved the way for the the villain president. I think, uh, at least in my mind. And then, uh, but you know, the nuke going off was oh, certainly did not expect to see that coming. And then the one year later, definitely was not expecting that. And even for a second thought, maybe this is the new format of the show. Maybe they're just going to make this a show about them, uh, just living on this planet and changed the complete tone of the show. Um, and then the Cylon showed up and you realize, Oh no, this is going to be a lot different. So, uh, for the, what the fuck moment, I'm going to give it to lay down your burdens. Uh, vote for lay down your burdens. Karen. I'm just going to make it short and sweet and say, lay down your burdens as well for everything he said. Lay down your burdens gets another vote. I mean, okay. Uh, and lay down your burdens for Baltar to have won the presidency. I mean, you kind of saw it coming. Um, but like Mike had mentioned, when they did the one year later, that I didn't see coming. Um, and it was very surprised. Now, the hub I found pretty interesting. Although, just to clarify, 
the hub isn't isn't the t um no, sorry, sorry scratch that scratch that yeah the hub was actually i actually enjoyed because we actually got to see you know the resurrection of, of the silence which i've always kind of wondered about and wanted to see um but in terms of the best mindfuck moment i would say definitely uh lay down your burdens oh uh, vote for lay down your burdens jill um the hub has a line from Laura that I absolutely, Laura Roslin, that I absolutely love. Is, and it's, that's the episode where she's having the visions in between the jumps. And she sees Alosha and they're talking about her dying and accepting the death and, and feeling love. And I forget exactly what Alosha says to her, but Laura says back to her, she's like, if you're my subconscious, I've got to say, you're a little full of myself. And that line just cracks me up every time I hear it. But as far as episodes go, lay down your burdens. It wins hand down. Another vote for Lay Down Your Burdens. And Nicole, is it a clean sweep? It most certainly is a clean sweep. I like that episode. I think in particular the one year later, which I just was not expecting um, and kind of caught me off guard. So, yep, clean sweep for Lay Down Your Burdens. And Lay Down Your Burdens is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Karen, this one is yours. It is Cobalt's Last Gleaming, where stuff happens. <laughs> versus very specific oh I'm going to be extremely specific versus the Young Lords which is a Battlestar Galactica original it's from the original series where they find a planet with unicorns go ahead Karen unicorns I, I love this episode because everything's very serious and they get on this planet and there's unicorns and hippies with feathers in their hair and Starbucks with a man you know, of course, there's a hippie daughter, and he's all, you're so beautiful. And she's like, hey, really? Because she's never seen anyone but her brothers. So, of course, she falls in love with Starbucks. Um, and shiny-headed Cylons, and they're shiny-headed robotic, I guess. They're not the Centurions, the ones with the sparkles on their heads. So, a vote for the Young Lords. Uh, Amin. <laughs> Unicorns? Seriously? Oh, come on. Um, Seriously. Karen, you're, you, you're doing so well. What happened? Um, I can you tell know, you I, what Six is wearing in Cobalt's Lost Gleaming. Okay, go ahead, shoot. What's she, what? <laughs> uh, huh? Nothing? <laughs> she was joking. She's wearing a Six <laughs> black doily. She's wearing the black doily thing with the mm. sparkly things on the skirt and no makeup. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, vote for Cobalt's Last Gleaming. Uh, Jill. Cobalt's Last Gleaming. That's the one where Adama gets shot in the end. That was one of those holy crap moments where you're like wondering if anything could happen or, you know, if they're going to kill off a main character or not. That was just such a shocking moment that that's one of those standout episodes. Uh, vote for Cobalt's Last Gleaming. Nicole. Uh, I'm going to go for the Young Lords because it's classic Battlestar Galactica, and I'm probably the only person on the planet, but I like that one better than the new ones uh, when Starbuck was a guy. So the mere fact that it's an old episode, it wins. It is all tied up, Mike, and it comes down to you. Um, I love Cobalt's Last Gleaming. Uh, it's one of the, the be better spiritual episodes. It's another one that kind of repeats... The original, because in the original there was the uh, Lost Planet of the Gods where they find Kobol and it points them to the, uh, the way towards Earth. Uh, all of that stuff is great, but I'm going to vote for the Young Lords uh, for one, for two reasons. One, 
to show some respect to the original show. And it wasn't as good, but it was it was a very different show. That show was targeted at me back then. So that if you weren't like a 10-year-old boy in 1978, it's really not supposed to resonate for you. Even though back in 1978, I, I knew it was a terrible show. But it was not. As I was watching this episode, that young hippie daughter that you mentioned earlier uh, is is a young lady by the name of Audrey Landers. And if you were a 10-year-old boy in 1978, you would remember Audrey Landers and her sister Judy as basically the two TV hot blondes. Um, they were on BJ and the Bear, multiple love boat, and uh, Fantasy Island episodes, TV movies of the week. Always these hotties, very often together, sometimes separate. Uh, Audrey was the less uh, slutty, smaller-chested, prettier one. She was my favorite, and, and she's really quite angelic in this episode. So I'm going to vote for the Young Lords for that reason. As the Young Lords is moving on, that <laughs> yes. it, I don't know if you picked that up, but that was a giggle from Karen. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Amin, this one is yours. It is The Plan, and that's basically where they go back and show you everything that you already saw from the Cylon perspective versus Hero. Oh, I didn't read that one. Uh, a figure from Adama's past. Oh, that's the one where that one dude that got captured. Yeah, back. Bulldog. Yeah, Bulldog. Yeah. The plan, unfortunately, and you know, I still have not yet seen it, so <laughs> my fault. Now, Hero, Hero, I found it pretty interesting because it, it's, you know, basic military tactics on you sacrifice somebody for whatever reason. But the fact that he came back after everything that had happened um, and to see the reactions of both Adama and uh, Ty... I thought, yeah, that, that made things pretty interesting. Um, although, even more interesting was the fact that they didn't kill him off even at the end. He just they became retired and joined the civilian um, population. Um, but everything that led up to that, I was actually pretty interested in. So, because of the fact that I have not seen the plan, I'll vote for Hero. Uh, vote for Hero. Jill. The Hero's a good episode, but it's not one of my favorites. And I, although I do like the actor that played Bulldog, he was, in, he was in Alias, and it was fun to see him show up on that. And then he just completely disappeared. I think it would have been a little more interesting if they would have kept him around as like a constant guilt reminder to Adama. Not that he needed it, but it would have been, I think, a little bit more interesting. I, I'm going to vote for The Plan. It's, it's not my favorite uh, episode or, you know, made DVD movie, whatever you want to call it. But I, I do like seeing everything from the Cylon perspective. And I did watch it again today just because I couldn't really remember what happened. And you really do get to see how completely twisted and evil Cavill is. Not like you didn't know it from watching it from the episodes, but seeing the plan is really mostly from his point of view and how hard he tries to screw over humanity and yet the other Cylons make it hard for that to happen and the humans themselves make it hard for that to happen. So, and, and he has a great line in it where he says, we had a temper tantrum in the form of a cataclysm, which I think is just, you know, sums up like the Cylon philosophy perfectly well. So I'm going to vote for the plan. Uh, vote for the plan. Nicole? Yeah, I think um, I'm also going to have to go with the plan just because I like it when a series takes the bad guys and just shows you 
their point of view in a way that you haven't seen it before, whether it makes them look good or makes you feel that they're even more evil than you suspected they were, uh, which is kind of what this one does. And I like that. So the plan wins for me. Another vote for the plan, Mike. You know, it's it's funny because when we first made this list, I, I looked it over and, and had certain fights that uh, I, I sort of decided just based on my memory. But I've also gone back and rewatched almost everything on this list. I didn't actually see the miniseries. Um, I didn't see the webisodes. But uh, everything else I did watch, and that actually changed my perspective on a lot of things because, um, you know, I hadn't remembered things, seeing them in the context of other episodes or really the whole series boiled down to just, you know, 25, 30 episodes or so for me. Um, I'm going to vote for the plan. Normally I would have voted for hero. Cause I remember I really didn't like the plan that much, but watching it again, uh, recently I watched it yesterday. Uh, I was really impressed at how well it did integrate into the other episodes and things I had just seen recently and just the ambition and scale and scope of it. The, uh, the, the nuclear apocalypse on, on Caprica is, is really amazing, really impressively well done. Uh, so you get to see so many sort of big grand moments that the TV show really couldn't always deliver because of time and money. So uh, I'm going to give it to the plan just for that. Another vote for the plan and Karen. Plan. And the plan takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is downloaded. Uh, that's where Boomer wakes up after being killed uh, with the Cylons going, oh, kind of, oh, shit. Versus you can't go home again. Let's see. Oh, that's when uh, Ty starts to hear strange music in his head. Uh, and Bartosz try. Oh, and the no, end it's not. Of- I don't know. That's not it? No. Uh-oh. I mixed can't up my pages. Again, Ty when, doesn't- when Kara crashed on the Oh, planet. that's what it is. Season one. The Cylon Enema. Yep, Kara goes missing, right? Yeah. Sorry, I put the pages out of order, but Kara goes missing. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then the reason why Adama won Best Dad is in this episode. Right, because he tells, he tells Lee that if he was the one missing, he would never stop looking for him, no matter what. Which is a great moment, and it's also a great moment when Kara's on the planet, and she's just, cra- or on the mo- she's just crashed on the moon, she's totally fracked, She's like, what the hell am I going to do? How am I going to get off? And she says, Lords, I could use a break. No, just thought I'd mention it. And then she walks over the crest of the hill and there's the Cylon Raider. So it's like, it's like, even then they get little hints of the, you know, the God's plan that um, ended up, you know, solving the whole series. But so it's neat that that was a neat little tie in that was kind of, un- I'm sure it was unintentional when he wrote, when Ron Moore wrote that, but it just played in very well. But I'm going to vote for the other episode. And here's why. Because it was one of the first times that you see things from the Cylon perspective. And it wasn't just when Boomer wakes up. You also get when Caprica 6 wakes up. And when she does that, that's when you see Head Balter for the first time. And when she first wakes up and you see Balter there, you're like, oh my God, he is a Cylon. Wait, no, he's not. He's in her head just like Baltar has had six. What the hell's going on? So it was just, it was neat just to see that. It was neat to see, you know, the Caprica City from the Cylon point of view. And, um, well, I could say more about it, but I'll wait and see if it goes on. If it does, I'll talk about it then. So I go for downloaded. A vote for downloaded. Nicole. I'm going to be a second vote for downloaded uh, because I did like those scenes where you see Boomer and Caprica six waking up. Um, I just, uh, they just, 
they were interesting to me. I thought they added a lot to the show. And I loved the fact that Baltar was in her head. I, it was neat. I had that moment when, oh my God, it's him. And they totally had me sucked in for a minute. And I like it that they kind of fooled me as, no, she's having things in her head just like he is in hers. And uh, so, yeah, downloaded wins for me. Another vote for downloaded. Mike. Uh, once again, this is one that uh, my initial choice was downloaded for all the reasons they just mentioned. But watching again, uh, I was reminded of that moment with Adama and uh, and Lee where he says that they would never have stopped looking. And, and yeah, I mean, that's been that, that, that's been kind of for me the heart of, of my arguments for those characters in Best Dad and in Best Family. Uh, because that they, they really understand that and that in many ways, in so many ways is what the show is about. Um, so I'm going to vote for it for that. And, and really all the stuff with Kara and the, uh, and the Cylon, you know, very early understanding of, of, well, geez, the, even the Raiders have organic interiors and, and that's that Cylon, uh, that's really kind of foreshadows the sort of combining of human and Cylon that, that basically pans out at the end of the show. A uh, vote for You Can't Go Home Again. Karen? Um, even though I put You Can't Go Home Again on the list, because I love how Kara, it also shows how great a pilot she is and a good a thinker. And, you know, later when she's sort of crazy, you can look back at those and you realize that she's still the same person. But um, downloaded for me, looking back on it from knowing that these people are the 13th tribe, all of that it kind of underlines the, the building of certain Cylons that are, you know, they're not human, but they have human problems and motivations and love. Um, and they're really not, they, they've been raised to think that they are the Centurions, that they, they used to be the slaves of humanity when really they're not. They're the, the children of the 13th tribe, which I think is completely different. Um, so I'm going to vote for downloaded. A vote for downloaded and a mean. All right. Well, <clears throat> you can't go home again. I mean, yeah, the, the key moment in that episode is the fact of uh, Kara pretty much getting out that Cylon Raider, you know, um, and then finding out how to maneuver it and, getting all sorts of stuff to work and flying up back to Galactica. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, that caught me off guard, the fact that the interior of the ships were going to be organic like that. Uh, you know, kind of reminds me of the cashiers at Old Navy. But anyways, um, <clears throat> downloaded was awesome. It was just pure awesomeness. Uh, and more so the moment when, of course, you know, when six wakes up and there's Baltar. And, you, and just like everybody else, you think, okay, he's definitely a Cylon. But then when you notice that the other ones don't see him, that's when things got really interesting. Um, so at the end of the day, sorry, Kara, but I'm going to go with Download. And Download It takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Nicole, this one is yours. It is Crossroads Part 2, and that's what I was talking about just a second ago. That's where uh, Colonel Ty uh, attempts to decipher the strange music in his head, uh, Baltar's uh, trial, all kinds of fun stuff, versus Face of the Enemy, uh, which is basically the story that focuses on Lieutenant Gaeta. It's a, it's a webisode. It's the 10-episode webisode, three minutes each, uh, 
after the aftermath of the season four finale. Uh, it's actually really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with Crossroads Part 2. I put that one on there. That is one of my favorite episodes just because it's revealing so many Cylons to you. You found out, you find four. Am I going to get it right? I think it's four of the the last four before you get to the very last Cylon. And the music, when they all come together and they're kind of standing there looking at each other like, is it us? Is It is us. I just thought that was a really powerful episode. And for that alone, that that one gets my win for the huge reveal of all those people being Cylons. Uh, vote for Crossroads. Mike? Yeah, Crossroads. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Karen? Uh, Crossroads. You guys suck. Uh, uh, Mean? Okay. Well, what were the, okay. Crossroads Part 2, Face of the Enemy. Alright. Um, uh, I mean, Gator was an interesting character, but to see a little bit more behind the scenes, especially, I guess, I guess the seed that planted everything else that was going to happen later on. Um, it was interesting, but eh, eh. Uh, no, Crossroads Part 2, and I think uh, Nicole pretty much nailed it. Um, it's the crescendo throughout the entire episode up until that very end uh, was really, I, I, it was, you could almost say, it was really breakthrough moment in terms of uh, science fiction television, and even just television per se, um, everything worked up together. The storytelling, the crescendo, the music, and then that final moment where we got to see that all these characters that we either loathed or loved were Cylons. And, uh, you know, that's going to get my vote. So Crossroads Part 2. Uh, vote for Crossroads Part 2. And Jill, is it a clean sweep? Most definitely. This one is probably my most favorite episode of the entire series. It is, there are, I mean, yes, the, the reveal of the final four is a phenomenal moment, but this episode is full of phenomenal moments. So, Frat Gata, Crossroads Part 2. <laughs> uh, vote for Crossroads Part 2. Crossroads Part 2 moves on in a clean sweep, and we are at our first unknown fight of the episode. Woo-hoo! And uh, this is the first two. Because Mike has never been a part of an unknown fight. At least he's never started off an unknown fight. It is Maelstrom, which, uh, let's see, character continue, Kara continues to have dreams about Leah Ben, and all kinds of stuff happens. Versus, she dies. Versus Jared's pick, which is Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, the reveal of Ellen Ty and the beginning of Ellen Ty. Oh, I love Ellen Ty. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I, I'm going to go for uh, for Maelstrom uh, because uh, Starbuck dies. Karen. Um, I'm having a really hard time placing either of these in my memory. Um, because, you know, with the unknowns, I didn't have a chance to, you know, rewatch them. <laughs> um, so... Sure, I'll go with the unknown one for unknown solidarity, since I usually get to pick unknown. A <laughs> vote for tie me up, tie me down. Uh, I mean, uh, tie me up, bore me down. You know, compared to uh, Maelstrom, it's not not gonna not not gonna happen. Not not with me. Um, it was interesting. I liked it. You know, uh, of course, you know this is the first time we see Kara Trace die. Even though she pops up later, so you're still with, left with that whole like what the fuck moment of what's going on. Um, 
And I'm still not sure what the hell happened. You know, I know that everything blew up, but I'm still not sure why she had to come back. But, you know, you got to love her. And, uh, yeah, 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 Maelstrom, sorry. Oh, vote for Maelstrom. And she didn't come back. That was an angel. Carathrace dies in this episode and does not return. Uh, Jill. Definitely Maelstrom. I love this episode. It is very spiritual in the fact of Kira having all those visions with Leoben, with head, kind of like a head version of Leoben that's way more serene than the real Leoben, and just her trying to figure out what the hell she's supposed to do and knowing she has this path to follow and not knowing how to follow it. I, I love this one. So Maelstrom. Another vote for Maelstrom and Nicole. I'm going with Maelstrom because Ellen Ty drives me nuts. I can't stand her character, so Maelstrom wins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maelstrom does win. And we are on to our next fight, Karen. This one is yours. It is sometimes a great notion. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, both humans and the, both humans and colonial fleet and silent allies fight against the emotional, overwhelming despair as they try and understand what happened to the 13th tribe. Oh, wait, that's the one where D kills herself. Yes. Oops, spoiler! <laughs> Versus Scar, a, a crazed Cylon Raider attacks the Cylon, the colonial fleet, and it's all after everybody in Cat, and yeah. Anyway, Karen, go ahead. For me, when I get to experience other people experiencing Battlestar Galactica for the first time, I always, like sit there with anticipation waiting for them to get to the Duwala kills herself moment. Because for me, that was the biggest holy shit heartstring puller for me ever. And I just I know that it's most of the way through the the fourth season and so I have to like wait for them to get through season one and you know they don't even know who Duwala is and season two and season three and then they're halfway through season four and then it happens and I'm so excited. I'll vote for sometimes a great notion. I mean. All right. Oh, yeah. That's Scar, sometimes a great notion. So suicide versus two women going after a scarred Cylon Raider. <sighs> well, you know what? It's going to be Scar. I, I really did enjoy that episode, you know, especially seeing Starbuck and Cat uh, kind of going up against each other, trying to defeat this, uh, this Raider. Um, and of course, you know, Starbuck, wait, is this, is this pre or post angel form Starbuck? It's, it's pre. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was still kicking ass. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Scar because even though D suicide was uh, okay. Um, but you know, Kara Trace in action is always cool. I'll vote for Scar. Uh, Jill. Scar was a great episode. It was a great special effects episode, and it was one of those keeps you on the edge of your seat, what's going to happen, who's going to shoot Scar down kind of thing. It was neat that it was Cat that did it instead of Starbucks, because that's who I expected to do it. But Dee shooting herself, that's just, I mean, again, that was just the the, the biggest jaw-dropping moment of that show, of that of that particular episode. You also get, that's the episode where Kara, Kara finds her dead body. And, you know, where where that's the episode where Ellen is revealed as the fifth Cylon. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in this episode. But the moment with Dee is just comes so out of the blue because she spends so much time in the episode telling, you know, pumping up Lee as to, oh, we're going to get through this. Things will be fine. You can do this. And then, boom, she shoots herself out of the blue. It's just 
it's just heartbreaking. So I go for sometimes a great notion. A vote for sometimes a great notion. Nicole. Yeah, but I'm both also going to vote for sometimes a great notion because the suicide did just catch you so by surprise. You didn't see it coming. And it was one of the biggest what the heck just happened there moments in the whole show. So that gets my vote. Uh, sometimes a great notion gets another vote. And Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, and and for the the same reason because l- let me tell you how I experienced uh, Dee's suicide. Uh, she's going along, she's talking nice. She's uh, she was out with uh, Gator, right? Uh, he, no, she was. He was Lee. in there. Yeah, Gator was in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, in the room with her. Yeah, and uh, and she's all alone, and she she's smiling, and she brushes her hair, and then uh, just at that moment. I, I just like glanced away from the, the TV and, and looked down at something and heard the gunfire and I looked back up and went, holy shit, who just ran in there and shot D in the head? And it really took a little while before I realized, wait a minute, no one's trying to catch anybody. And then I just, you know, I was on the TiVo, so everyone was like, holy shit, she just shot herself. So uh, just because uh, looking away from the screen for a second, I completely missed it. A vote for sometimes a great notion, and sometimes a great notion is moving on. And I actually got to have that uh, waiting, that anticipation moment, watching that episode with Karen, waiting for it. It was great. <laughs> on to our next fight. I mean, this one is yours. It is the hand of God. Uh, the the fleet is fate. Oh, sorry, hand of God. That's from new Battlestar Galactica. That's the fleet facing a fuel shortage and the only possible release comes from a heavily armed Cylon fuel refinery versus the Hand of God, which is an original series Battlestar Galactica episode where stuff happens. Uh, Let's see. Apollo and Starbuck (laughs) in the series finale. Oh, it's a series finale. I didn't realize that. The last scene nearly misreceiving Apollo 11's moon moon landing transmissions from Earth. Oh, (laughs) That's unusual, uh, but right. I mean, that's yours. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something completely different, and I'm going to vote for the The Hand of God from the original series. Only in tribute and ode to the fact that I used to own uh, Battlestar Galactica Viper Launcher when I was a kid, and boy, did I love it. Um, so that's my geek logic, my geek appreciation, and ode. So the hand of God original series. Uh, vote for the hand of God, Jill. Okay, I absolutely love the new Battlestar Galactica. It is my second favorite TV show of all time, behind Buffy. Because I loved it so much, I tried to go back and watch the original series because I was a little bit too young when it was on the first time, and. I didn't get more than about three or four episodes in before I was like, oh my God, this thing is horrible. So I'm voting for new series, Hand of God, um, because I have not seen the old series, Hand of God. And also the new series, Hand of God, that's when you get a lot of the, um, a lot of the mysticism stuff kind of starts. Rosalind is taking the Kamala at that point. She gets the vision of the 12 vipers on her podium stand which ends up being you know the 12 vipers that are going after the after the fuel refinery you get a star wars moment with um lee going into like the tunnels in the you know the cylon base trying to you know destroy you know find the right spot to blow up kind of thing it's just a very it's a fun visual one it's a good spiritual episode so i'm voting for new battlestar galactica hand of god uh, vote for Hand of God. Nicole. 
Okay, I'm voting for old Battlestar Galactica. And I, like I said, I was old enough that I was watching this series. Um, I was still a little kid. But when it was on, it wasn't cheesy. It was a great show if you were I, actually I you. watching it then. I, I totally believe you. To, to go back now and watch it, I'm sure it's cheeseball. But <laughs> I, it, I it watched was it then. Really good it at the horrible. time. The effects were just incredibly awesome. And Starbuck was a guy. So for the same reason. The cool Starbuck, the better Starbuck, the Starbuck oh, that I, like I love. Starbuck. Mm-mm, Dirk Benedict was my sweetheart. I <laughs> love that man. He is the one true Starbuck. So I am going with old BSG. <laughs> I'll vote for the hand of God, Mike. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to vote for Hand of God, the the new one, because in this episode, uh, Head Six basically says, "I'm an angel. You're the messenger of God." Uh, tells him to trust his his faith, and everything will work out. And at the time, we all just think Baltar's crazy. Yeah, maybe it's a Cylon ship too, but it's probably he's just crazy. But no, he wasn't crazy. She was an angel. She was a messenger from God, and he was enacting God's will. And they spelled it out for us in what the fifth episode, and nobody. No, saw actually, that's thirty three. They spell it out. Really? She first says that in thirty three. Well, in this one, they prove it. So uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to vote for Hand of God. Hand of God gets another vote. It is all tied up. Coming down to you, Karen. Oh man! On one hand, we have old Battlestar Galactica, which I love. On the other hand, six wear had six was the ugliest dress I think from the whole show. And Hand of God. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> um, but. I'm voting for Hand of God because Apollo. this is where we actually see Apollo be a badass. Up till that point, he's kind of set in. He's done his peacocking and his um, rooster thing. But this is the first time we see him do something really creative and, you know, be a good pilot. Uh, vote for Hand of God. And Hand of God is moving on. Not the Hand of God. And I, I will say that when I do put these together, it's just randomly. And these two episodes randomly landed together. And I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, on to our next fight. Jill, God's this will. one is yours. We are messengers of God. Maybe, I was going to say it's part of God's plan. Maybe it was. Uh, it is Final Cut, uh, which is basically where Lucy Lawless joins the show. <laughs> versus the second part of the miniseries, you know, all the stuff gets set up for the actual series in this part. Now, I'm going to guess that the miniseries is going to go on from here because it's the episode that, you know, had all of us watching the series. Because if it, if, it, if the miniseries hadn't have been so cool, we wouldn't be here right now. But I'm going to vote for Final Cut. I put this on the list. And the funny part is, is I put this on the list because I like Lucy Lawless. I love the fact that she's a Cylon. I love the fact that she's a bitchy Cylon. And this is the first time we see her. When I rewatched it, I realized this was also the episode where you get to see Leah Dama with nothing but a towel that he almost loses. And that's a great scene. I love that scene. But I really did put it on the on the list because I, I love the the you know, that you see Deanna, she comes in as this reporter, it's this documentary style episode, and her job is to see what the pilots are doing, you know, the the the, the fleet is on the, on the verge of mutiny against these pilots, and they're like, 
no, this is the way it really is. And Deanna as a Cylon could have really screwed things up and made things worse. And instead, she turns out this piece that really shows how hard the pilots are working, what a fracked up situation they're in and how they're, you know, yes, they are cocky and arrogant and making bad decisions, but they also have no choice. And this is why they're doing it. So my vote is for final cut. A vote for final cut. Nicole. Um, my vote is also for Final Cut. I, I mean, I love the miniseries, and you know, like she said, it's it, we wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for the miniseries. But um, Final Cut had Lucy Lawless, and I am a huge Lucy Lawless fan. And I thought her character was fantastic. I thought the way she pulled it off, where she's a Cylon, but she doesn't really betray everything, and and really has everyone else thinking she's a pretty decent person in the end. Uh, I I go with a Final Cut. Another vote for Final Cut, Mike. Yeah, I'll have final cut also. Um, you know, it, it like it did have that what the fuck moment. Uh, I absolutely loved the uh, the end of the documentary. Um, it actually kind of got me teared up when they were talking about everybody and and Adama saying that it's perfect and, and air it. And uh, and also at the very end, they play the theme from the original Battlestar Galactica, and uh, I thought that was awesome. Another vote for final cut, Karen. I'm going to go on and continue the final cut love. For me, uh, it was the time when there was actually an an audience surrogate, because there never is in, in the whole series. They, they never treat it like, you know, there's a there's to- never talking to a stranger. In this, we get to see those, even some of the minor characters like Data, um, talk to the camera. They're, they're really talking to a stranger that's us and I like that another vote for final cut Amin is it a clean sweep you know you know Damon I I think it will be a clean clean sweep Uh, you know final cut was a very interesting episode you know they introduced uh, Lucy Lawless which is odd because I kind of watched a couple episodes of Xena wasn't really into it but you know I always I always knew who she was and whatnot. So when they show, she showed up on this episode, I was like, holy crap, you know, these guys are really going balls out, bringing like the really best people they can get. And uh, it actually turned around that I didn't think she was that attractive. And now I think she's actually really hot. Um, not that, yeah, it's going to be part of my decision making. But um, Final Cut, though, did introduce us to where we did see the baby. Um, that she ended up being a Cylon and that it makes you think that there's probably more Cylons amongst the fleet at that particular moment that you, that, that you did not know who, who they were going to be because they could have been anybody. So, yeah, in the end, it's going to be Final Cut. And Final Cut moves on in a clean sweep. We are Yay! on to our next fight. Nicole, this one is yours. It is Daybreak, the series finale, the end of it. All. Well, almost, because Caprica comes after that. But it is the end of the series. It is Daybreak, the most loved, hated episode, versus another uh, contentious episode, which is Someone to Watch Over Me. That's where uh, Kara befriends a piano player that a lot of people thought was, what was his name, Daniel? Daniel. Yeah, a lot of people thought he was Daniel. He was not Daniel. He was just a figment of her imagination. Uh, Nicole, go ahead. Oh, gosh, which am I going to pick from that? I guess... um I'm going to pick the episode that everybody loves to hate. I'm going to say Daybreak because it it ended it all. Um, and it gave 
everybody such a wonderful chance to argue about what it really meant. It answered just enough questions to make you feel like you got some and then left with so many questions. And I, I liked I liked that it wasn't all wrapped up neat with a pretty little bow because that's what the series was not like that. So if they'd made it all perfect and answered it all and left nothing out there, it would have been more disappointing than sort of question marks that we were left with. A vote for Daybreak. Mike. Yeah, you can uh, count me in the uh, pro Daybreak camp. Uh, I loved the episode when it was on. Uh, it was I, probably the only time in all of Galactica history where I think I actually watched it while it was being broadcast. I usually just recorded it and uh, watched it at a later time. And, uh, you know, it, it did tie everything up. <clears throat> and I'm sure we're going to have plenty of chances to talk about this uh, going forward, at least I hope. Um but uh, I am going to uh, vote for it for all of those reasons, but also because of the moment where they were uh, six and Baltar both recognized that they can both see the head characters. And that was just a great payoff moment. A uh, vote for Daybreak. Karen. I'm going to confess here um, that I have actually not seen part three of Daybreak. In the first two parts, I've seen every episode up to that. And somehow I just never got around to watching the third part. And then <laughs> How do you never get all... around to watching that? <laughs> I, well, everyone got all controversial on it, and I had to have an opinion, and so I just kind of made one up. Um, well, you know, in... so I never got around to watching it. And when I was re-watching things now, I was they're on the list. I was watching them from the beginning, and I so I naturally that was the last one so I didn't get to it and someone to watch over to me is one of my favorite episodes in the whole series so I'm going to go ahead and vote for someone to watch over me I'll vote for someone to watch over me Amin uh, uh, you know daybreak um, only because you know you, you tie up obviously the ending of the series and what happened to everybody and everything and what happened to the ships and what happened to the Cylons and everyone else. Um, yeah, the, the, the ending of the ending, I think, is actually what causes the most controversy. Controversy, sorry. I guess I'm not, not enough coffee yet. Um, and even till today, you know, those of us that have seen all of it, um, the ending of the ending is actually more controversial than, than what actually happens to all of our favorite characters, um, which in end only means that this is, you know, probably a really good ending of any TV series, more so than, say, Lost, for example. Uh, so that's why I chose Daybreak. A vote for Daybreak and Jill. Absolutely, Daybreak. I, I'm, I am firmly in the camp of those that... Uh, say that that the finale was a great one i i think it answered and just just like nicole said it answered just enough questions to leave you satisfied it left you with just enough questions to form your own opinion as to what happened and i thought it 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 made perfect sense i i didn't have a problem with the god god's plan thing none of it i thought it was phenomenal i loved every minute of it so daybreak and Daybreak takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Sacrifice. Uh, let's see. A woman takes hostage, hostages on Cloud 9. Is that where they blow it up? No. No, okay. It's just hostages on Cloud 9. Guys. What? Yes. Okay. 
uh, versus Razor, uh, which is the, the movie, and you get to learn all about Pegasus, which also has my favorite moment. Hand me your sidearm. Why? Hand me your sidearm. Any other questions? Like, ah, I love that. Uh, but <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for Sacrifice. Uh, you know, Pegasus really had the best of the moments from Razor, at least in my opinion. And uh, Sacrifice, I really didn't remember it very well, but in watching it again, uh, it's really a very dramatic, very tight, fast-moving episode. It, it's smart. And uh, and it made me remember how much I really like Billy. A vote for sacrifice. Uh, that'll be you, Karen. Um, sacrifice. I mean, no, 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 there's no way sacrifice. No, uh, Razor, come on, you got Admiral Kane in there, man. Come on, she's like the Uber bitch of the Uber bitch. She's awesome. So, Razor. Uh, vote for Razor. Jill. I second everything Mike said. Uh, Razor, to me, duplicated too much of what we'd seen in the other episodes. I, I love Kane. She's a great villain. But we'd already seen, you know, the highlights of what went on on Pegasus. So, Razor was just like, okay, we've been seen here, been here, done this. What else, is, what else do you have to offer us? Whereas with Sacrifice, you know, it was great to see Dana Delaney as the guest star on that. And like Mike said, it was the end of Billy. Billy gets shot. I loved Billy. I liked him so much better than Tori. So it was very sad to see him die, but it was nice to see him go out as a hero trying to save, you know, Dee and, and Lee after he got shot by Kara. So I'm going to vote for sacrifice. Uh, vote for sacrifice and Nicole. And I'm also going to vote for Sacrifice because I really liked Billy. I think for me, that was one of my favorite episodes and the most memorable episodes that I have. Like, I can recall those scenes without having to go back and rewatch that. I thought it was really dramatic and him being in love and not being loved back. And then poof, he's dead. I thought that was a really powerful scene. And Sacrifice takes the win. And the only reason they killed him off was because he got onto another show that failed. Uh, anyway, uh, on to our next fight. Yeah, was, uh, I have no idea. I know he got onto a different show and it failed, but it was too late. They'd already killed him off. Uh, Karen, this fight is yours. It is. I think he asked to be killed off, though. I think he yeah. when he said he wanted to leave. He said, you know, make me a hero's death. Yeah, wh why not? Yeah. Uh, this fight is yours. It is Crossroads Part 1, which is the first half of the episode that we already put through. Uh, more more Baltar trial stuff. It's fun. Versus End of Line, uh, which is uh, an episode of Caprica. It's, I think, the end of the first season? It doesn't matter. First half, at least. Yeah. Uh, but End of Line. Karen, go ahead. I love Caprica. In fact, um, I was not really big on the Bolsar trial thing. It was kind of boring to me. Because is not a favorite character. Everyone loves him. He's very complex and charming and whatever. Um, I don't love that blind. I'm going to vote for that. Uh, if I could give you more like long impassioned speech on why, but I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in that one, even though I put it on the list. Uh, vote for end of line. Uh, mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much ditto on 85% of what Karen said. So yeah, uh, same, same vote. 
I'll vote for Ender Long. Jill. Okay, I'm going to vote for Crossroads Part 1 and it, for two reasons. One is Ronald Lampkin, because that's he is one of the best characters on the show, and I think he is, he's a fabulous lawyer for Baltimore. He makes great, valid points, and he's like, yeah, throw him out the airlock. Everybody hates him. And we're like, what? You're supposed to be defending him. He's got some very great moments in the show. The other is, I am a Baltar fan. I, I love not just Baltar. I love James Callis. I met him at Dragon Con. I inadvertently stalked him at Dragon Con. He's a very nice guy, even if you stalk him. <laughs> and I, it's this Crossroads is kind of the end to me of Baltar's storyline because he doesn't really do a whole lot other than be Jesus in part in in the fourth season. So to me, this was like a great wrap up to his story arc of betraying the humankind and and how they try to bring him to justice for it. So I I think Crossroads Part One is fabulous is a fabulous you know end to his storyline. So I'm voting for that. Uh, vote for Crossroads. Um, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go Nicole. And I am also going to go with Crossroads because although I'm not a huge fan of Baltar's care, like as a character, um, I kind of got tired of him at a certain point. The lawyer, and I just forgot what his name was. But Romo the, Lampkin. Romo, he was amazing. I thought that character, I could have seen a lot more episodes with him in it because I thought he was really interesting. So just for him, I will vote for Crossroads. I'll vote for Crossroads. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one takes the win? Uh, this, this is a tough one because, uh, you know, Romo is a great character and... Uh, the, this is really has some great, uh, great legal moments, the, the speeches and all of that. Um, but I think I'm going to vote for end of line, which even surprises me a little bit. But, uh, when I was watching it again, I, I do remember seeing that when it, when it first came out and that was really, really the episode where Caprica took off. I think it really had too slow a build and I think that's why it ultimately didn't, didn't succeed. Um, but this is where things really start. And uh, you know, I'll give it. I'll give it to Caprica for that reason. To give it just a little bit of of love, I think it really uh, got better. I never got to the end because I missed when they they sort of showed them all in a marathon. I know they're on Netflix, and after watching uh, part of uh, of this, I just kind of you know I'm gonna actually put the rest of this in my Netflix queue and, and rewatch it from the beginning. Um, so I'm gonna vote for End of Line, and because you know the second half of Crossroads is already moving on, so. It's uh, it's covered. And end of line is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. I mean, this one is yours, and I know what everybody's saying. Um, you're doing a best of battle, best episode of Battlestar Galactica. Where the fuck is thirty three? Well, thirty three <laughs> is right here. We we're not going to forget thirty three. Basically, the pilot of the show, even though there's the miniseries, this is technically kind of the pilot. It's the first episode versus. Hey, look at that. It's the pilot of, Battle of Caprica. Look at that. It's the pilot. That pilot had nudity, mind you. Uh, Amin, go right ahead. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh. Um, it's not going to be that hard, you know. Um, 33, only because that particular episode, it was pretty intense. You know, it was like every 33 minutes, they were getting they were a new attack. 33 minutes, someone else was dying. Every 33 minutes, everyone was going nutty. Um, and it really set the pace um, for what to expect in, the, in this series, now that it got picked up as an actual series. 
Um, and I think it did a really good job in terms of first hooking you in, keeping you on the edge of your seat, and then just mind-boggling and blowing you away with everything else that was that was coming. The pilot for Caprica, as much as it had nudity, and as much as I love, uh, what's her name, Alessandra, whatever her last name is, uh, uh, you know, it's, like Mike had said, you know, it did start off too slow. So I'm going to go with uh, 33. I'll vote for 33. Jill? It's totally 33. You, you, all you have to do, if, if anybody, you're trying to get them into Battlestar Galactica, just have them watch 33. If they, didn't, if they don't like that episode, they're not going to like the show. This one is it's just, I mean, it is so dramatic. It's, it's nice that they don't do the first couple 33 moments. They do a couple of days into having 33 moments. You know, they're having to do these jumps 33 after every 33 minutes because you get to see the crew. They're, they're exhausted. They're tired. They're crabby. They're bitchy. They're feeling completely hopeless, yet they're still jumping every 33 minutes. And it's just, it just grips you by the edge and they have to make all these hard decisions to keep going and to fight down, a sh- you know, to blow up a ship that has a thousand plus people on it in order to try to save the rest of the fleet. It's like you, you totally are on the edge of your seat the whole time. It, it just does not let you go until the very end. So, I mean, it's, it's a phenomenally well done episode, especially to be right out of the gate. So I, I totally vote for 33. Uh, another vote for 33, Nicole. Uh, one more vote for 33, just because the what she was saying, the sense of everyone being absolutely, completely exhausted. It doesn't start you from the start. It starts you when everyone is already just done and hopeless and, and doesn't see how they're going to get through it. Uh, you really got such a sense of the desperation that everyone was facing. I, I think 33 wins. Uh, another vote, 33, Mike? I agree with everything. <laughs> and Karen, is it a clean sweep? It is, even though I really love the pilot and how it sort of, I think it set the pace for Capital I liked a little bit more of the slow build, and they got their, their even their holy shit moment was a little softer. Um, I have to go with how dismal it is. How much it sucks to be on the Battlestar Galactica. A vote for 33, and 33 takes to win. And we are at the final fight of the first round. Trust me, the second round will go faster. Uh, Jill, this one is yours. It is Revelations. Uh, Deanna holds President Roslyn and other colonials hostage in order to draw out the final five versus my pick, which is a season four episode, Blood on the Scales. Uh, that is the second half of the coup when uh, Gata and... I'm trying to remember the vice president when they take over <laughs> the the colonial fleet. Uh, the vice president has the whole quorum killed, uh, and then they kill Gata and the vice president at the end of the episode. And Gata no longer has that pain in his leg or phantom leg. Uh, Jill, go ahead. I didn't like the coup. I didn't like the mutiny. It to me, it was a little bit predictable, especially after watching the web, web episodes, um, and it distracted from the rest of the storyline. That's what I was really you know, like fired up about. I, I didn't want to do the mutiny part, get that out of the way. So I was happy to see them airlocked and get it, you know, over and done with my vote will be for revelations. That's where, um, 
the final the final four kind of get revealed to the rest of the fleet as to who they are. You see Adama completely breaking down when Ty says, hey, I'm a silent. I should have told you when I first figured it out. And Lee stepping into the role and taking charge, which is like a complete reversal of everything else that's happened during the season. So it's it's heartbreaking to watch Adama's reaction to this. And, you know, and it's I, I love Ty for standing up and saying, yeah, you know what? I'm a Cylon. Throw me out the airlock. And then it completely screws up Deanna's plans. So for those moments, I will pick Revelations. Uh, vote for Revelations. Nicole? Um, I think I'm going to go for Blood on the Scales because even though the story wasn't great for me, I was so sick of Gaeta. <laughs> <laughs> to see him go away. I just like someone get rid of Gata and his not there leg that hurts. I just was done with him. So for the making him disappear from the show, that one wins. A uh, vote for blood on the scales. Mike. Uh, you know, th- th- this is a, a good unknown. Um, I, I actually kind of wish that uh, I, I would have known that this was on here because this was when I was looking over the list of stuff. I, I had to kind of refrain from watching stuff that wasn't on the list because I wanted to try and make sure to get as much of it as I could. And I really wanted to watch this one again because I remembered that ending and I remembered all that stuff with Gata. And and actually, I'm I'm the opposite of Nicole. I really liked Gata. I loved his character from the beginning. And, you know, in a story that's as big as this with as many characters, somebody's going to experience this arc. You know, being the, the the bright shining guy that everybody can can rely on, to being kind of the mutinous guy, and you can see it, and it's a very believable fall. Um, you know, he he loses his leg. Uh, the hope is lost throughout uh, the fleet. I mean, there's really it's it's you know you say it's it's predictable, and one of the reasons it's predictable is because we all just sort of know that this is the type of thing that humanity gets to when it's at its worst. I mean, this is this is the expression of what's wrong with us, which the show was about a lot. So uh, I am going to uh, go with, um, was it Blood on the Scales? Um, I'm going to go with that one. Uh, vote for Blood on the Scales. Karen? Um, I hated Gata as well. But I'm still going to go with Revelations because of, because of Adama and Ty. Uh, vote for Revelations. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Amin. Which one takes the win? I'm going to go with the ladies. I'm going to go with Revelations. Yay! Uh, vote for Revelations, and Revelations wins. And we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Star Galactica Metal Star Galactica Metal Star Galactica Metal Star Galactica
Oh, that's right, Geek Fights fans. This is your favorite Geek Fights panelist, Alan. And I'm down here talking to you live from the Geek Fights mailroom, where it's my incredible, sincere pleasure to introduce to you a new segment of the show called Alan's Geek Fights Mailbag. And as you're sitting there in your car or listening to your iPod with your headphones or at your home computer, you might be asking yourself, can I send in a letter and have it read by Geek Fight's most beloved, most talented, most handsome host, Alan? The answer is yes. Yes, you can. And it is incredibly easy. How do you do it? You send an email to geekfights at gmail.com. That's geekfights at gmail.com. And if you want to make everybody's life a lot easier, just throw Alan's mailbag in the subject line. And now it's time to read the first letter ever on Alan's Geek Fights mailbag. So I'm reaching into the mailbag here, packed with thousands and thousands of, of fabulous letters from all the many thousands and millions of Geek Fights fans from around the world. And... and it looks like it looks like this is going to be a good one. Let's see here. The first letter, the first letter is from a lovely young lady named Daniela. Now, isn't that a beautiful name? And her subject on her letter is I'm a little disappointed in geek fights. Man, what a shock. What a shock to get a letter dissatisfied with the Geek Fight Show. So I'll go ahead and read it. Hello, my name is Daniela. Alan has a very sexy voice, and he sounds like he is a very sexy man. Now, Daniela, I, I have to—I just have to stop here and tell you that you—you you could not be closer to the truth. Uh, let me go on. My favorite guest panelist is also Alan because he sounds so sexy and beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Danielle. I have been a fan since show 24, and I love all the Star Wars versus Star Trek shows. One of my favorites is the episode that Alan is on, the Star Trek versus Star Wars showdown. Recently, there was a re-release of the best holiday special. It featured Alan. I thought his voice sounded great, and he sounded very beautiful in that one also. Oh, God, I am, I, again, I have to stop and just tell everyone here that I am, I am truly blushing uh, reading, reading this, this letter here. I'm, you know, I, I don't know, I'm flabbergasted. I'm, I'm almost speechless. I'll continue with the letter. A few shows ago, episode 81, Best of Doctor Who, I was surprised that Alan was not on this show. I was surprised at this because Alan is such a big Doctor Who fan. I listened to it anyway and thought it completely sucked because Alan wasn't on it. Uh, hold on, I gotta switch, I gotta flip it over to page two. Uh, continue from page one. Yes, I'll say it again. I was very disappointed in that shitty ass bogus show. Now, I'm listening to The Best of Battlestar Galactica. Once again, I'm amazed that Alan is not on this show. If there's one show Alan is a bigger fan of than Doctor Who, it would be Battlestar Galactica. 
So why in the world would Alan not be on Best of Battlestar Galactica? Signed, Daniela. Wow. All I can say is wow. Uh, I'm amazed at the fan response to me not being on both the Best of Doctor Who and also the Best of Battlestar Galactica shows. Man, what shows are they going to use me on? Best toilet paper? Best place to get your oil change? Or perhaps best grocery store to get your fucking plastic grocery bags from? The Geek Fights guys are a bunch of fucking jackasses. But you can be cool by being on Alan's Geek Fights mailbag. That's right. Just email us at geekfights at gmail.com. That's geekfights at gmail.com. And be sure to put Alan's mailbag in the subject line. Retardus, activate! Doing what we do every week, coming at you with a little geek cred. Um, we're gonna start with Jill. Jill, what is your geek cred? My geek cred is for that for the last two months, every spare waking moment I have had that I'm not busy, I've been playing Skyrim. That works for me. Um, <laughs> Nicole, what is your geek cred? My geek cred, let's see. Um, I'm on a couple of geeky podcasts. I'm on the D6 Generation Gaming Podcast and also uh, talking about games, the Sith Heads, which is a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast, because every waking moment since a few days before December 20th when it came out, I have been playing that game. <laughs> Yay for gamers! Gaming's fun. <laughs> um, Karen! I was uh, once accused of making the geekiest and sexiest metaphor ever. Which was what? Oh, I'm not telling. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> what? Tell us. Oh, come on. Kiss and telling. Oh, my God. And he's sitting here right here. Oh, did I say that? Okay. And, oh, wait, no, it was Adam that said that. And Amin. Uh, Mikey Crit is a professional comic book artist. With little to no time to play anything nowadays. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. You get a lot more done without the games. That, 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 sounded, that was the saddest geek cred ever. <laughs> I'm a comic book artist. I don't like to play I was games. At this party. I, was, I was at the New Year's party, uh, what, Sunday, right? Everyone's talking about Old Republic. And I'm like, what? Uh, well, I kind of got lost. It's like... It's kind of weird because there's, there's no other professionals. Everyone's talking about games. I kind of felt left out. It's It was pretty sad. Ah, uh, sadness. Uh, welcome back to Geek Fights. Anyway, we are going on fighting and fighting and fighting. Uh, next fight is yours, Nicole. I don't have to say anything anymore. It is Exodus versus Pegasus. Exodus versus Pegasus. Pegasus, because I, I it's got the Pegasus that makes its debut. It's Big ships, two of them. That still wins for me. A vote for Pegasus. Uh, Mike? Yeah, you know, there are two of them is a is a big uh, geek fight, uh, geek logic, but I'm going to stick with Exodus uh, because Ty had to kill Ellen, and that was just a heartbreaking scene. I love that moment. Uh, Karen? Um, 
I'm going with Pegasus because I like Six's dress. A uh, vote for Pegasus. I mean, that's a question. Pegasus. Another vote for Pegasus and Jill. I'm going to throw some more love for Exodus. And the reason why is because Pegasus is a setup episode. All the really good action stuff doesn't happen until the next episode. Whereas Exodus is an action episode where it's like nonstop blow up and explosions and ships crashing down to the planet. And you get two ships, you get Pegasus crashing into the base star. Pegasus sacrificing itself so that Galactica can continue. I'm going for Exodus. A vote for Exodus. But Pegasus is moving on. Not even a crashing oh, hey, Battlestar. Hey, hey, hey. After hearing Jill's Jill's explanation, I may I'm going to change my vote. You totally should. You get two ships plus you get it. You get Pegasus crashing into a base ship. Yeah, she, you she can't change it. your vote. It's ungeek to change what you've already said. It's oh, totally geeky to change your vote. No, you never you can change do it. You've made a decision. Never. No, yes, I change can. my vote all the time. Yeah, uh, changing your mind is is no problem. <sighs> Geeks are flaky. And Exodus is now moving on, not Pegasus. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Lay Down Your Burdens versus Space Unicorns and the Young Lords. Well, the the thing with Audrey Landers is she was just one of many uh, hot women that were on the old Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Marin Jensen... Uh, the chick that played Cassie P.I., I can't remember her name. Uh, a very, very young Jane Seymour was uh, Apollo's first wife. So they knew how to pour on the uh, the hot babage. I didn't think she was so hot, but, you know, they were they were trying. Uh, and, and so, you know, certainly the new one has, has that going for it. But a lot of people forget that that goes way back to the original. And uh, I want to give some love to the sexy 70s women of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, vote for Space Unicorns, Karen. Space Unicorns. Another vote for the young ones, Amin. Oh, you know, after Mike's uh, 80s montage there of uh, 80s beauties, and of course Karen's love for Space Unicorns, uh, I'll, I'll bite. Yeah, let's do it. Space Unicorns. Another vote for the Young Lords. Um, Jill, could you tell them why they're wrong? Fuck the Space Unicorns. Airlock them. I say go for Lay Down Your Burdens. You get so much more dramatic moments. You get Brother Cavill saying to Tyrrell, I don't remember seeing you at any of the Cylon parties when Tyrrell thinks he's a, you know, thinks he's a Cylon. You get great moments like that. You get great moments where Rosalind tries to steal the presidency and fails. You get... Baltar so headstrong, wanting the title of the president and then totally panicking when he gets it because the Cylons come. You get you get the 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 fast forward of everybody settling on the planet, thinking that maybe they can relax and, and start rebuilding, and then oh no, the Cylons are gonna come and fuck it up again. You get so many great moments in this that just keeps you on the edge of your seat, just like this series always does. That I'm voting for lay down your burdens. Could we persuade your vote change if we were to give you Dirk Benedict on no. Space Unicorn? No. Him and his hair? No. No. A vote for Lay Down Your Burdens and Nicole. Okay, who was that that was just being that was Jill, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm voting against Jill just because she insulted Dirk Benedict's hair. Okay? <laughs> there is nothing cooler in all of Battlestar Galactica than Dirk Benedict's hair. So right there, Jill, you are so wrong. So Ugh. I'm giving it to Dirk Benedict and his awesomely 70s wavy hair. You guys Excellent. And Excellent. Space Unicorns in the Young One. <laughs> the Young Lords moves on. And we are on to our next fight. Karen, this one is yours. It is the plan versus downloaded. Look at that. Two things from the sideline perspective. Um, I'm going to go with downloaded. For me, that was, again, everything that was, that was going on with those two characters that we started the show with, and we get to see them sort of reborn and having to deal with what it means to be Cylon, presumably before, you know, before this, they didn't have anything else, and they're even talking about boxing Boomer, and you know that that was scary to me because I like Boomer. Uh, vote for downloaded. I mean, okay, uh, downloaded plan. Uh, you know, downloaded. Um, just that initial moment. The initial moment of uh, seeing both Boomer and Six. Um, coming back to life again and seeing how that worked out—that that still is one of the one of the best moments I, I enjoyed out of the new Battlestar Galactica. Plus, I do like Trisha Elfert, so downloaded. Uh, vote for downloaded, Jill. I'm going to vote for downloaded as well, and the reason why is because of a quote from a character we have not talked about yet, which is Doc Coddle. Because in downloaded, you still get flashbacks back to Gal, or you get you know pans back to Galactica, and it's when um, when uh, Athena is pregnant, and she goes, she's doing the spotting thing, and she's worried about she's going to lose the kid or whatever, and she goes to see Doc Coddle, and he says, "It's amazing with all the upgrades you've made, you didn't fix the plumbing." Because you got to love him; he's got a bunch of great lines. So downloaded. Uh, vote for downloaded, Nicole. That's killing me agreeing with Jill right now, but yeah, I'm going for downloaded too. <laughs> Mike, is it a clean sweep? Yes, it is. Um, because uh, really, there, there's one great moment in it when uh, Sharon smashes that globe or whatever it is, and uh, you look over and it, it looks like Caprica Six has been cut. And then Head Baltar makes a comment that that was a, a slick move that she sliced herself. Uh, you know, with her fingernail to uh, get uh, some sympathy. And uh, that was just a great moment. So I will vote for Downloaded. And Downloaded is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Amin, this one is yours. It is Crossroads Part 2 versus Maelstrom. Maelstrom. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Crossroads, Crossroads was, the, was the ending, right? Was a uh, of season three. One yeah. is uh, Starbucks' death. One is her return. That's yes, the Starbucks one with the reveal death. of the final four. Too. Yeah, death. No, Starbucks death one. Starbucks death two. Um, you know, Maelstrom only because I, I I enjoyed that a lot more. I think Crossroads as a whole, all three episodes is what works better for me, at least for me. So I will definitely go with Maelstrom. I'll vote for Maelstrom. Uh, Jill. 
I have said before, Crossroads Part 2 is my favorite episode, and I'm going to stand by that. Um, we get so many great moments in that show, and you know, you get you get Kara coming in at the very end of it with her being alive, and you're like, what the frack is going on? Oh, we thought she was dead. You get the, um, all along the Watchtower, you finally get to identify the song that they're hearing, and they have the song lyrics of that going through the whole episode that the final four are saying. You just have so many great moments in that one, and again, you have... Um, Romo Lampkin in it. I love him. You have the righteous indignation speech of Lee saying that we're a bunch of, we're just a bunch of thugs. You know, we're just a gang in, in, you know, what right do we have to survive in the, in the trial? So there's so many good moments in this that I've got to go for Crossroads. Uh, vote for Crossroads. Nicole. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Crossroads too, just because I, uh, where they're revealing these Cylons and the, and the way the music ties it in and that, that scene where they all realize what they are for that alone, Crossroads. Mike? Uh, more Crossroads. And Karen? Crossroads. Crossroads takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It's sometimes a great notion versus hand of God. This one's kind of tough, but Hand of God has a lot of the good spiritual moments, but I still think sometimes a great notion wins just because of the D killing herself. That is so, so traumatic. You also get Rosalind completely giving up. Like in the previous episode, it was the end of season 4.0 where, where Adama gives up after Ty reveals himself. Now in the very next episode, the first one of 4.5, Rosalind completely gives up. So within two episodes, you have both characters completely giving up. And it's just heartbreaking to watch, especially after Dee killing herself. And sometimes the great notion gets a point. Uh, Nicole? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with uh, the great notion, too, because of uh, D dying. That was, I think when characters I like or characters I'm just really vested in sort of die dramatically, it, it, it's a powerful episode, and I remember it. So Sometimes a great notion. Mike? I, I'm, I'm also going to go with uh, sometimes a great notion, um, not because of the stuff with D, but because of uh, Kara finding her body. I mean, that D's death has a lot of impact uh, you know, at that moment and certainly emotional impact, but finding Kara's body has a, a massive impact on her and on the series. I mean, that's at that point, that's when we find out she's dead. Now we don't know what's going on. We don't really piece it all together until the end, but you know, that's, that's really a big deal because we really don't know what it was before that. So that, that big a clue plus this, I mean, this was supposed to be the payoff. This was earth. Uh, the revelation that the 13th tribe was also Cylons. I mean, the entire episode is uh, just like the, you know, New Caprica was, wow, things were bad. Now they got worse. Uh, this was just the next level of that. This was everything that we wanted. Everything that we were looking for is over. How do we as humanity not also be over? And uh, that's that's just powerful, powerful stuff. And, uh, you know, it's the whole show is heartbreaking, you know, from beginning to end. Karen? Uh, for all of those reasons, sometimes a great notion. And Amin, is, are you going to make it a quick, clean sweep? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. Clean sweep. And sometimes a great notion is moving on. We are on to our next uh, fight. It is Final Cut versus Daybreak. Nicole, that one is yours. Oh my gosh, I'm going to forget which each of those is about. Tell me real quick again. I'm sorry, there's too many episodes in my head. 
Final Cut is the documentary thing with uh, uh, Deanna, and Daybreak is the series finale. Oh, series finale. Sorry, brain cramp. I like the series finale just because I thought it was it was a good wrap up to the entire thing. Although I liked Final Cut because I like Lucy, but um, I liked how they they answer questions but didn't and and give you just enough. So Daybreak. Daybreak gets a point, Mike. I don't look at it as uh, Daybreak leaves questions. I think Daybreak leaves possibilities. Uh, I never saw that ending coming. You know, the original Galactica, initially it's implied that it takes place thousands of years in our future. So, you know, when they get to Earth, it's not an Earth that really has any meaning to us. Uh, then in Galactica 1980, they arrive in the present, but that just really sucks because we're technologically not advanced enough to do anything, and all they did was just lead the Cylons to us and probably bring our doom. Uh but having it all basically set 150,000 years in the past and then basically finding our Earth, you know, the whole, you know, we're, we're not the 13th tribe. But in many ways we are. Maybe we're the 14th tribe. We're the last tribe. Whatever. Uh, just that whole wrap-up I thought was a fantastic way to end this series despite what other issues might have in there. And, and yeah, I don't, think, I don't think questions were really left they just basically, and now there are other stories that, you know, we're probably not going to get, but that's, that's again, how, you know, that the show's kind of very real and that's how life works. A vote for Daybreak. Karen. I'm going with Final Cut. I just love that one. I haven't seen Daybreak. A vote for Final Cut. Amin. <laughs> Um, yeah, Final Cut. A vote for Final Cut. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jill. Which I one know. are you voting for? I put Final Cut on the list, but I am totally seconding everything Mike said about Daybreak and voting Daybreak. And Daybreak takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Sacrifice versus the Caprica episode, End of Line. Well, this is this is actually tough because End of Line was was a really tight episode. Uh, it, it really was was where Caprica got going. But there's something about Sacrifice. And again, I don't think I would have voted this, this way if I hadn't seen it recently. But it's actually a very tight, quick, smart episode. Um, you know, it doesn't... It, you know, there's not a lot of, of need for suspension of disbelief. It actually seems very real. The motivations seem real. The mistakes people make seem real. Uh, it, you know, a very, a very early episode, and it, it was really one of those those ones before they, they got into the mythology. It doesn't move the big arc forward, but it just really shows how fucked up life in that situation can be. And, uh, and for that, I'm going to vote for it. I'll vote for Sacrifice. Karen. Um, for all of those reasons, I think I'm going to go with Sacrifice as well. It also kind of underlines the, because Billy was so important to Roslyn, it underlines, especially for the president, that they aren't done losing people they care about. It didn't end with the genocide and nuclear holocaust of the, of the colonies. It's not over. A vote for sacrifice. I mean, sacrifice. 
Jill? Sacrifice. Nicole is in a clean sweep. Poor Billy. Sacrifice. <laughs> I love Billy. I know. I liked him, too. Oh, Billy. Uh, <laughs> if Walla had married Billy, Lee would not have gotten fat. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and Sacrifice takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Another hard one. It is 33 versus Revelations. And Karen, that one's yours. I'm going to vote for 33 um, for all the reasons we've already said about it setting the tone and being a really intense episode. Uh, Jill. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, Jill. I was going to say, I don't normally follow Karen, but that's yeah, okay. No. I second everything she says and go with 33. I mean. And I third what Jill said and what Karen said. Nicole. And I'm going to fourth what they said. 33. Uh, Mike, is it a clean sweep? Yeah, let's make it five. No, no, it's 33. <laughs> <laughs> and 33 is on to the next round. Uh, oh, and we're in the next round. Amin, this fight is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. It is Exodus versus the Young Lords and Space Unicorns. <laughs> and sexy 70s babes. Well, let me see. I could go like the logical approach, or I could go the illogical approach, which has usually worked out the best in the past geek fights. So I will pick unicorns. A vote for the young lords. Uh, Jill. I have a feeling I'm going to be highly outvoted for this since I was in the last round with Young Lords. I say frack the sexy, sexy 70s babes and go for Exodus because that's a way better episode. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, a vote for Exodus and the, the, the awesomeness of that episode. The uh, awesomeness of the Galactica crashing to New Caprica. Come on, people. Hurt <laughs> your heads. Nicole? Dirk Benedict's cool hair, Young Lords. His hair sucks. His hair rocks, girl. You are so wrong. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I'll vote for the Young Lords, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for Exodus uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, yeah, first of all, Cavill uh, fucked his mom. Uh, and Cavill's mom fucked her son, who looks just like her dad. Uh, that's fucked up. And she does that to save... Her husband, who is Cavill's father. Who kills her for doing it. Um, that's fucked up. Also fucked up is how Cavill, when he was injured, had to crawl over and find a, sh a spent shell casing to cut open his carotid artery so he could die and download and says, you know, flesh is really hard to cut through. So uh -oh. I'm going to vote for Exodus. A vote for Exodus. It is tied up for a spot in the final four. Karen, unicorn. What is your vote? I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just laughing at the amusement of the fact that Space Unicorns has made it this far, and it comes down to me, who put him on the list, right? Right, right. Because the thing is, is Space Unicorns actually got me into Battlestar Galactica. It I'm going to tell you that story answer. next round. And the Young Lords 
are into the final four. Space <laughs> unicorns are moving on amazingly. And we are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is downloaded versus Crossroads Part 2. It's Crossroads Part 2. Do I even need to say why? You get so many great moments in this. I will say this again. You get Adama's indignation speech. You get the reveal of the final four. You get Kara coming back saying she knows the way to Earth. You get so many fun moments in this that how could you not vote for Crossroads? Uh, Vote for Crossroads. Nicole. Crossroads for what she said. Mike? Uh, there must be some kind of way out of here, uh, Crossroads, because if it wins, I've got uh, multiple versions of the theme or of the outro music. It'll just be a question of who will be performing it. Dave Matthews. It's Dave. not going to be Dave Matthews. Uh, <laughs> Karen. Crossroads. And Amin. Hmm. Hmm. It'll be a hard one, but uh, not this time. Crossroads. And Crossroads is in the final four. We are on to our next fight. Nicole, this one is yours. This one is really hard because I don't know what I would choose. It is Sometimes a Great Notion versus Daybreak. Oh, that is kind of a tough one, but I think I'm going to go with Sometimes a Great Notion just because of the whole thing with D. Of over sometimes a great notion. Uh, Mike? I'm going to vote for Daybreak um, because as, as heartbreaking as sometimes a great notion is, you know, ultimately so much of Galactica is really about faith, uh, faith in yourself, faith in others, faith in uh, a higher power. And ultimately, I think that's really what this show kind of comes down to. I mean, a lot of the obvious things with the the religious overtones and the one true God and the hand of God and, you know, all the head characters and all of that. And then just, you know, how it has to happen within the characters themselves. And um, sometimes a great notion is really about that loss of faith. Everything they were looking for, uh, you know, very literally, the president, you know, burning her her sacred book. I mean, it's 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 acted out as as really kind of the, the the central piece of the show. But for me, a show that is ultimately about not about man's loss of faith and not about man's destruction, but about it's continually avoiding its own destruction, which is something that hopefully uh, can uh, happen for all of us. Uh, I think I'm going to vote for uh, Daybreak and, and put one on the side of hope. Uh, vote for Daybreak. Karen. Well, that was a really, really nice speech. Um, I'm moved. I'm still going to go with Sometimes a Great Notion because I still have not seen Daybreak Part 3, and I think my Battlestar uh, experiences are complete. I don't feel like I'm missing a hole. I don't feel like there's a hole in my heart or anything. Uh, vote for sometimes a great notion. Uh, mean. <laughs> yeah, I love Karen. Um, <clears throat> you know, here's why sometimes great notions can get my vote. When D is prepping to off herself, you know, she makes herself look pretty and she brushes her hair. But if you notice how she brushes her hair, that's a direct ode 
to Dirk Benedict. Think about it. Think about it. The best rationale ever. So she's offing herself to join Dirk Benedict with the space unicorns and the 80s beauties. Come on. It's it's in your face. So, yeah, sometimes a great notion. And sometimes great notion gets a vote. You would look awesome with 70s, like, girl hair. All comes down to how cool Dirk Benedict's hair was. Fair That's hair. why Bob Give her fair hair. <laughs> uh, Jill, what's your vote? Okay, I'm going to bring it back on topic here. Um, I'm going to vote for Daybreak. And the reason why is because not many series have a great finale. If you think about it, most of them suck. Or, or, or they're very so unsatisfactory, or they're boring, or they don't have good hair. So, Daybreak... Actually, Lee has great hair in Daybreak. It's his best hair of the series. And I think he deserves points for that. But besides that, Daybreak is a great series finale. It wraps up everything good enough to satisfy the fans who can truly appreciate the show. I'll vote for um, Daybreak. has some pretty good hair in that episode also, I'd like to point he out. He did. He got rid of his Jesus hair. He looked great again. Uh, what I, was six even, wearing? What was that? What was six wearing? Oh, Karen, do you know? What's... Oh, in daybreak. Oh, she didn't oh, watch the episode. Watching. Yeah, she it's not just episode. part three. That's a I three think she had episode. the red dress on. Daybreak is the final episode, though. I think head six had the red dress on. So she was naked, right? <laughs> if she got naked in daybreak, I'm not voting. <laughs> I don't believe she got naked, okay, but uh. She? Daybreak. Then there would be a hole in my heart. I'm pretty sure no, she was wearing the, pictures on the internet. She was, so. she was wearing the red dress in Daybreak. Yeah. Uh, sometimes a great. Come on, guys, back me up. When she's when they're in the streets of New York, she's in the red dress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at the end, she's in the red dress. Yeah. It's the red dress. No Dirk Benedict, but yeah, it was a red dress. Sometimes <laughs> a great notion is moving on, and I will say that Daybreak has my absolute all-time favorite moment of the series. When Cavill grabs the gun and blows his head off to take away the satisfaction of killing him from the fucking dirty humans. I love that shit. But sometimes the great notion is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Mike, this is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. The final spot. It is Sacrifice versus 33. Uh, yeah, I will I will go with 33 because, you know, this the. the Really, it's the first episode. We we had the miniseries, and that sort of set the tone for things. Uh, but really, the the whole human, the, the apocalypse, the whole human apocalypse in that episode is really the worst of it. Uh, you know, that's kind of the the big moment of it, and that that it shared with the original show. And then the original show really is not a terribly dark show for a show that's being. Uh, it's really about humans being chased by robots across the galaxy that want to destroy them. Um, was not really in tone quite that dark. On this episode, we still don't really know what Galactica, the weekly TV show, is going to be like, what it's going to be about. And on most other TV shows, if this was most Star Treks, you know, maybe Deep Space Nine, you know, at, at some points would do this, but so many other shows there would be a way to save at least the people or at least a lot of the people. Um, there would be some kind of weak techno babble, something or other that would make it so that they don't have to blow up that ship. But when they do open fire, 
willingly. It's not an accident. It's anything like that. You know that this is a show where the people on it make very hard and very real choices, and that kind of leaves everything up up for grabs uh, moving forward. And that's really a perfect way to tell people you cannot just expect what you normally get from this show. A vote for thirty three, uh, Karen. Thirty three, hands down. I mean, okay. But it's 33 versus what again? Sorry. See, and that's why you're voting for 33, but it's versus sacrifice. <laughs> oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. Okay. Well, here's something that I, I, I'm recently discovering here about Battlestar Galactica. 33, even though it was used in the episode to show the 33 minutes, it actually, in reality, it's actually another subtle ode to Dirk Benedict. That's how long. That's how many brushstrokes it took him to get his hair the way the way it is. So I'm st- I, 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 something's coming out out of all of this. So I'm going to go with 33 because I, I think I know what I'm finding out here. So 33. A vote for 33, uh, Jill. I'm also going to vote for 33 for all the reasons Mike said. And also because this is the first episode where Head Six tells Baltar that he she's a messenger of God and he's part of God's plan, which pays out in Daybreak. So you find out from the very beginning, this is all part of God's plan. And Nicole, is it a clean sweep? It absolutely is. Oh, Billy. Sorry, I had to say that again. Uh, Sacrifice goes down. 33 is in the final four. We've got the Young Lords versus Crossroads Part 2. And we've got uh, Sometimes a Great Notion versus 33. Karen, this fight is yours. It is the Young Lords versus Crossroads Part 2. Um, you know, I like Head Baltar more than I like the regular Baltar. And... I like space unicorns. Yes! They're unicorns, but from space. So they're better than even regular unicorns. So you're voting for the Young Lords? Yes. All right. Oh, me? I'm going to keep this through. <laughs> uh, apparently. Okay. My last minute research, I am uncovering a lot of it's it's incredible, you know. This is like the it's a Battlestar Galactica archaeology that I'm stumbling upon here, um, and it's I'm t- I think I know what the real reason for the Battlestar Galactica reimagining is. So I'm just going to go along with this, and I, I will I will enlighten all of you soon enough. But for now, space unicorns. The young lords gets another vote, Jill. Well, you know, I'm going to vote for Crossroads Part 2. I've said all along, that's my favoritist episode of the whole thing. And to bring it back around to why we all love this show, Crossroads has so many great moments in it. It's great with Romo Lamkin. It's great with the Final Four. We get, it's it's great if just to listen to musically. Bear McCreary does a fantastic job in this episode, just tying the music all in together, not just with all along the, all along the uh, Watchtower, but with all the other, 
you know, he's got different tunes for every single character, and he ties them all in so well, and there's so much dramatic tension in the end of this. You get the end of the trial, which ends, you find out Rosalind's sick again, you get Baltar going off and being Jesus and being saved by his, you know, little groupies. You get the final four all coming together in the one room, and Saul's reaction where he's just like, whoa. You know, when they all come into the, the into, and, you know, realize that they're all Cylons, you get Tyrrell being the calmest of the four of them, which is so unbelievable. And then it gets, you know, you, you get the power fluctuation where the, they lose power and then all of a sudden the Cylons are attacking and they go out to fight them. And Lee, who was part of the, you know, the, the, the trial process, giving up on that, going back into the Viper and going out into the fight and then finding Kara. And then you see that, that I remember watching it for when we were watching it, it's like the whole episode was just a, what the frack is going on? And then at the very end, you get the reveal of the final four and you're reeling from that. And then it continues on and you get all of a sudden Kara flying with Lee and she's so calm and serene and she's so together, which is so unlike her and saying that she knows the way to earth. And then they pull out the, the, you know, the whole camera angle pulls out from the Cylon fight. You see that you see the fleet, you see the Cylon Raider, the Cylon base star and the Raiders and pulls out from that out into the galaxy, flips around, flips, focuses in on another galaxy and focuses in on what we think is our earth. It's just a completely stellar episode from start to finish. So I'm voting for Crossroads Part 2. Uh, vote for Crossroads Part 2. Um, Nicole. Um, sorry, I was totally staring at this picture of Dirk Benedict's hair. I have no idea what she said. I'm going with Young Lords. <laughs> uh, vote for Young Lords and Mike. Um, yeah, I'll pretty much second everything that, that Jill said. And, I mean, let's get real people. Dirk Benedict's hair was just Mark Hamill's hair. I mean, basically all of the no, cool stuff from Galactica they just ripped off from Star Wars. Oh, please. Would it change your vote any if we threw out their uh, lens flares? And change. how many there are in the Young Lords? <laughs> My vote? We haven't mentioned them. Would no, that wouldn't vote, change. Jill, Mike? No. Lens flares? No, I I just have this bizarre image of Itchy riding on a fucking space unicorn now, and why did you say it that? It makes me sad. It kind of makes me sad too. I'm it makes kick... me very sad. Uh, but the young lords, and I'm I'm going to say it right now: we are absolutely wrong. The young lords are into the finals, and we are on to our next fight. It is sometimes a great notion versus thirty three. A meme. That one is yours. Okay, well, I'm telling you, I'm coming, this is all coming together. You have one episode, which is an ode to a character from the original series. And then the other one, which they, they were smart, they used 33 in the episode. But really, it's an ode, once again, to a character from the original series. And... I'm telling you, I, I know where this is going to go. I know exactly where it's going to go. But for this purpose, I'm going to go with 33. Uh, vote for 33. Uh, Jill? 33. Nicole? 33. Uh, Mike? Uh, 33. <laughs> uh, Karen? I knew it. I knew it. Um... 
I'm going to go with sometimes a great notion, even though it's not going to win, because one of these is about the perseverance of the human race, and one of them is about how we give up. And I've had some of those give up moments lately. And a vote for sometimes a great notion, but 33 is into the finals. We've got 33 versus the Young Lords. What? Okay. Um... <laughs> Jill, that one is yours. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally going to vote for 33. Uh, it's, uh, you know, everybody's making fun, and that's why the Young Lords is getting where it is. But 33 is why Battle is a great example of why the newly imagined series is so great. It's so incredibly gripping. It's not. It's nonstop action from start to finish. It's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching. They have to make tough decisions. They do that. It's got the spiritual aspect, which ties in at the end, which is fan- phenomenally well done. It's an incredible episode from start to finish, and I I think it's one of the best that that the newly read newly imagined series has to offer. So if if people watch 33 and they don't like that, they're not going to like the rest of the series. So I think it's a great example of of the series as a whole. So I, I vote for 33. Uh, vote for 33. Um, Nicole? I am actually going to vote for Young Lords and not entirely because of Dirk Benedict's cool hair. Truly, I know... 33 is a great episode, but what it comes down to is as cheesy as the 70s one looks in retrospect. If they hadn't pulled off what they pulled off in that, no one would have ever even thought about creating the show that we all watched recently about the reimagined BSG. And I don't think it gets enough credit for what it did in the time that it was aired. It was a fantastic show. It had fantastic effects. It did explore things and get a little more involved in things than... Other shows necessarily did at that time, and it was a great piece of sci-fi TV for its time. It even had a movie in movie theaters back in the 70s that had this really cool, fancy sound. So I'm going to give it to the Young Lords because I I just think the first series deserves some serious props for making the second series even ever happen. Uh, vote for the Young Lords. Mike. Um, you know, I, I also watched that show uh, when I was young, and I, I actually still have my Cylon Raider toy. Um, but, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, even back then, I didn't think it was a particularly good show. Um, and, and there's a reason it, it, it didn't last. I mean, part of it was the money. And, yeah, it was not entirely their fault, and I think it was improving by the end. Um, but, you know... Space Unicorns and Robot Space Dog ultimately shows that their audience was kids. They wanted to sell toys. They wanted this to be something that uh, was going to capitalize on Star Wars. I mean, there really wasn't that that level or strength of creative vision. This is this is not like Star Trek, which actually kind of continued in fandom and survived. Um, and uh, thirty th- and, and you know. It got decent at the end. 33 is an example. I mean, how often does the second episode of a show kind of suck because they've sort of put all their effort into the pilot or the original and they know you've got a few episodes before you have to uh, you have to really grab people back in. But they nailed it right out of the gate. And, and this is a show for adults. I mean, this won a Peabody Award. All of that you can see 
uh, encapsulated in 33. I mean, it's such an incredibly clever and novel idea, and and it really showcased the actors and their ability to look exhausted. Um, so much of it worked on so many levels, and it did basically tell you exactly what kind of show you were going to have. Uh, Young Lords was fun, and yeah, we can make jokes and, and Dirk Benedict and Space Unicorns, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, the title of this is is Best Battlestar Galactica episode, and you know, let let's face it, uh, you know, if we're going to if we're going to take this seriously, we have to go with the one that really, really is best. So thirty three. A vote for thirty three, Karen. I agree with all that. You, Damon, know of all that I complain the most when there's the most silliness going on and when something stupid wins. And I like to think that no matter what, at the end of the day, you're going to sit down and go, what really is the best episode? And The Young Lord is not the best thing to ever happen to the BSG universe. It's awesome. It's unicorns in space. But um, 33, really, I, I feel like... I mean, I personally feel like that's the best episode ever, but it's way, way up there and deserves to win the podcast. I'll vote for 33. And me. Well, <clears throat> regardless of the all of a sudden inside the actor's studio attitude with the geek fights that we're having, um, in the end, though, it doesn't really matter. And uh, because the underlying element of all of it, and I've just figured it out, I've nailed it, it's right there. It's staring us in the face with the titles. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, 33 as part of the reimagined Battlestar Galactica, I think is probably the best example. And probably the one that should be viewed by those that haven't seen Battlestar Galactica. Um, so with that said, I also choose 33. And a vote for 33. And 33 is the best episode of Battlestar Galactica. Whew. I, you know, I thought I was going to have to pull a first and go, uh, I, I haven't had a vote at all in this episode. I am vetoing everything that's said. If the Young Lords, actually, I would have tied it up. You know, what's funny is I, after the best Buffy episode, I swear I was going to quit and never do this again. I was going to mean it if, if Young Lords won on this one. <laughs> Young Lords, oh, God. But 33 does win. It takes the cake. You know, we still got it wrong. It should have been Daybreak because, you know, I watched Daybreak today. And I you know, agree. You know how that one ends? Uh, they walk away going, well, maybe history won't repeat itself. And then it shows live or real world footage of all of the robots that we have now. And I realized that Battlestar Galactica is a warning against the robo apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> which should have won best apocalypse. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, check out backlogd.com for new. You know what? You hear this every week. Uh, we've got plugs. Uh, Thank you to Karen for being our web presence. Uh, check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Fight Tumblr. Jared Formby for the Pimp Down intros he creates. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Karen? Well, I'm Pizza Karen on Twitter. And I really think you should check out the Geek Fight Tumblr. We may not be the best at putting up content all the freaking time, but... Uh, me and Chris really work hard on what we do put up there, and 
I put up the five best apocalypses that should have been on the previous list and weren't. Um, and I'm really proud of that because they're all books. Um, Jill. No, I don't have any plugs. Except that everybody should go play Skyrim because it's a great game. Although uh, it'll suck up all your time. <laughs> a meme? <laughs> uh, I wish I actually had time to have be sucked by something. Um, yeah. Uh, no, just uh, you know, find me on Twitter or Facebook. Say hi. Uh, nothing to plug yet. All right. And Nicole. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Nicole Wakelin, and you can also check out my podcast that I host, uh, the Sith Heads podcast and the D6 Generation podcast. Mike? Uh, you can find me uh, on the Zod Complex and on Weekend Geek. Uh, I've said this a million times, too. Uh, you can find us at geekfights.net, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, and more. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network, or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Uh, let's see, our upcoming fights are... Next week there are two episodes, not one, but two. Two South Park episodes. And then after that will be Best Comic Book Creator. Uh, that's going to be an odd one. Any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight! Good night. There must be some way out of Set the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessmen, they drink my wine Flymen dig my herb None of them along the line Know what any of it is
time if anybody needs Ooh. one. Oh, yeah, I got to pee. Oh, God, I got to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a pee party. Oh, I'm on a cell phone. Do you want to come with me? <laughs> <laughs> should, that, should we make the a... first time a lady has peed on our show. <laughs> well, let's oh, wait a minute. I'm going to Oh, wait, what? Please tell me somebody's just pouring something. I was pouring water. Who's okay. here? That was so awesome. I can't stand it. That was fantastic. Awesome. Damn pee party. I am totally a space human. <laughs>